Welcome to If Blackbirds Were Ducks. Thanks for the wine glass, dude. dude. Cheers. Hell yeah, let's have fun. Yeah, well, you you know, I mean, this is a responsible drinker because now you know exactly yeah, like, what I'm, you're doing. This is a, he's, a, he's a measure of all liquids. <laughs> Trying to make Including sure. Including his. Um, I'm only allowed to have two and one third cup of wine a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, national standard. Cool, dude. All right. This was fun. Later, guys. All right. See you later, dude. <laughs> all right. So we just wrapped up crabbing, clamming, fishing, Oregon coast. It's a good time. Yeah. Good time. It was a great time. First time I've ever been there. Uh, you guys have hit it up. Well, hell, Kevin, you've hit it up for... Probably his whole life. Ever since I was a little girl. <laughs> I'll never forget my first time out there crabbing. It was, uh, yeah, no, the Oregon coast is a special place. It's, uh, in my opinion, probably one of the most like beautiful coastlines. Um, with the exception, maybe some of the california coast is pretty awesome but yeah. washington's cool the olympic peninsula is pretty cool but other than that it's just like big open like exposed beaches and the oregon coast just has so much unique characteristics to it islands and trees growing out of rocks and like yeah dude. There. i think it's definitely like the prettiest yeah california cool. coast is sweet too though but oregon coast is just like special it is it's gorgeous for and, sure and like you were saying too it's just just got so much to offer clamming crabbing salmon steelhead sturgeon it's just roosevelt elk rosies yeah black, black tail. tail yeah all kinds of stuff geese i mean we could have been goose hunting while we were there too scoters scoters a lot of widgeon like it's going out of style there's widgeon yeah. everywhere albacore tuna right yeah yeah albacore yeah Link Link cod, cod, halibut deal, right halibut yeah. rockfish minus a lot of like the regulations and kind of the weird they do have weird regulations. regulations yeah sportsman's paradise yeah that's something to talk about so the first time i looked at the book i was like oh god like this isn't a quick yeah it's crazy check your limit this is a check your limit per watershed and like, also double check what you're reading because they will word things differently in one display of regulation than they mm -hmm. will and not only that, you have to check like multiple different hotlines and different like references to like verify what you're actually reading is what they are going to hold you to. Because yeah. I found out like it, one one um, article on ODFW's page would say, you know, it's like open for muscles here and there. And then I checked the hotline and it yeah. wasn't open. And I'm yeah. like, well. Yeah, the closures are really freaking weird to like figure out. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Like the razor clams being closed. I had trouble at first finding that, and then I found it. Which is an interesting subject to me because, okay, razor clams are closed for toxins. It's not like a population issue. I think it's yeah. dumb, to be honest. I mean, like, let you make your own decision. Yeah. Give me the warning. They do close it for um, kind of a conservation um, season to allow the juvenile clams to grow from i think july to september 30th that makes sense yeah but they've actually been closed for harvest of razor clams since september 30th because of the way oregon does it which is directly above the columbia literally just like a few coast miles up up uh the coast it was open for harvest right and so it makes you yeah. wonder like exactly what level of toxins is actually like considerably dangerous because yeah they have to have, I think, 20, less than 20 parts per million per sample, and they have to have two consecutive clean samples. What's the toxin? It's in the crabs, too. Um, Demoic acid. Demoic acid, yeah. Is the big one that comes in with tides, and it's it's mm. a it's a phytoplankton that certain currents and tides, specifically, I think, in the winter, um, concentrate and come in, and because they're not like bay clams where they have a mix of... <clears throat> Uh, fresh and salt water in the estuaries they pretty much pure um salt water i also read that the milic acid in crabs is a, a reason why a lot of oregonians or pacific northwest people clean their crabs before they cook them yeah yeah oh they clean which them is before, like a weird it yeah there. it's like a weird it thing concentrates in certain types of flesh like i think in in the razor clams it's like the gills yeah and mm. I think some of the like neck, the siphon 
um, flesh as well. I think it yeah. concentrates in. So, so there's a there's a difference because that was my next question. Is there a difference between the cockles, the butter clams, and the razor clams? Must be. Um, there is. Yeah, the razor clams, like I said, they they're filter feeding out in the ocean, the ocean, the open ocean, and so they concentrate it at a higher rate. And can't get rid of it as fast as some other clams like the cockles, uh, the the butters that are in the bays, the varnish clams. Yeah. yeah. And because the bays don't receive as much exposure to the phytoplankton that carries uh, demoic acid, so I think that's the biggest reason that they have the closures on that. And because not only that, those clams are they're pretty meaty and they're big, huge so they have yeah. a lot of flesh to yeah take razor clams are way bigger than cockles really mm -hmm. yeah like two three times the size like or? when you tip with like the meat of the clam they don't, they're not that big you know i mean they get like that like three of them's a like meal. an oyster like three of them you're you, you got a pretty oh good yeah, that's a meal yeah really yeah they're they're good but they're delicious too super sweet and if you cook them right they're tender tender they're good they're tougher to find uh, not really. We're doing not necessarily tougher than the cock. The cock tougher, are tougher easy. to harvest, I should yeah. say. Yeah, and the tides are really because they are on like solid, um, stable beaches that are really open, yeah. exposed sands and whatnot. Um, and you need like a really low tide. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times with just a regular low tide, you can still get them, but it's a lot harder. But the the one thing that sucks about razor clamming is it's your first fifteen. Like if you dig one up, you have to keep it. Oh really? Yeah. The there's no. You, there's you no, can't put small ones back. Or no high like grading. That. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. There was a lot of time. Like last time, I got a limit of razor clams. Like I probably broke like five of them. Oh really? Them up. Yeah. yeah. As you're digging them. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. There's a there's a technique to it, and I'm no professional or anything, but the way to get the clam gun like underneath of them, because they're like kind of like slanted under yeah. the towards the, the sand. Yeah. So you got to get up under them and like kind of try to get, but. I was breaking them all the time. Yeah, the shovel is actually the best way to harvest. Yeah, uh, razors without breaking them. But yeah, you can get way under them. Yeah, yeah. And get and just pry them up. You angle it. You go on the the exposed side of the coast, so you, it's kind of you don't want to turn your back to the ocean necessarily when you're out there in the mm -hmm. tides and stuff. Mm -hmm. You're kind of coming in and out, but uh, when you when you dig with uh, a shovel for razor clams, the blade of your shovel is on the ocean side of the clam so mm -hmm. you're in between the clam and the 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 okay. water yep, line yep. when you're digging for them okay like mike said you kind of go at an angle there and just keep going and kind of pop them up and they're quick too like yeah. you'll see their neck and like you'll have to dig after them yeah. they're, they're moving just, you know, they're, they're, moving? they're moving as soon as they see you like they have a big dug hole that they kind of hang that out they in. just kind of really yeah it's crazy and they can it's like a little tunnel yeah, and they push themselves down with that. Oh, neck. and their dude, their neck will stretch like this far. I was about to say it's crazy because we saw some necks from those butter clams, those, those gapers and gapers. stuff. They do the same thing. They're huge. Yeah, they don't taste. And you would see it like up at the top. And we'd be looking at it, and then you oh, go and they're that, for them they're that deep in the sand, dude. It's crazy to me. I accidentally cut a siphon off of one of those gapers. Mm -hmm. I cut like three of them Sons off. Yeah, he kept doing it too. Pulled out the neck. I cut like three of them off, and I still never found the clam. It's just like rip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of kind of interesting. Like when we first got there, I think, yeah, we we went clamming, and I thought like, okay, we're going clamming, like you're gonna get a few, but within a few minutes, I realized, especially with the cockles. Mm -hmm. like, oh, I told you, you can pound. What's the limit? We said. Within, yeah, like, I told you we'll get minutes. limits one hundred percent. Yeah, cockles. it's easy. Steel rake, uh, shallow garden rake. Yep. You just feel that little. Scrape and scrape. pop it up. Shoot, a lot of times you can just freaking, you can just see where the water's flowing out. Yeah, that's tide's true. Pulling out, you can see some just right at the surface, and you can just pop them up. Mm -hmm. And they're good eating. Like, and they squirt everywhere too. If you just want to dig them, yeah, like dig we, them with your hand. That was kind of cool. And they'd squirt when the tide goes down all over. Yeah. And they're they're good eating, uh, chewy, little chewy, but fried. They're awesome fried. Mm -hmm. It's like calamari, yeah. but you don't really want to steam them because more flavor. You'd have to you'd have to filter them out for so long they'll die by the time you can filter them out. Yeah, and they'll be so sandy. The best way to filter them is when you're there. You get some clean salt salt water. water. Oh yeah. Yeah. Try to make sure there's no sand or any other you know big organic material in it, mm -hmm. and you just let them soak for an hour or so in there. They will you know they'll die. If they pull all the oxygen out of the water and stuff. So, I mean, I think they're pretty clean. I just think that they're tough. And then when you steam them. 
they don't bind to, to the yeah. shell like a lot of steamer clams like yeah. the, right. the butters or the uh um, the varnish, varnish purple varnish, the pinnacles they they're great for steaming they're just really sandy if you don't burn mm -hmm. them as well but yeah they, but that comes with any clam really mm -hmm. if you don't have a live tank like a lot of those places that sell fresh clams they have a live tank which hasn't purged they'll so. sit them in there for days mm -hmm. so, to let them purge out all the way and then that's how you get a good clam even if you go back east to like some of the fresh seafood places and you get fresh clams if they were caught like the day before you, you're gonna you're gonna bite down on sand 100 percent. yeah, 100%. yeah. It's funny, like the Tompkins family and Clammon just go hand in hand. They're like the big Morell family. Mm -hmm. It's just funny. They're the brothers, uh, man. You guys yeah, are this like, dude too. Well, Kevin is too. But <laughs> it's just funny, funny with them, and it's a great thing for the family because oh, it's yeah. like it's, it's the kids are like not a lot super that goes into it. Into it. You're no. digging up freaking wildlife, you know, sea creatures for the kids. Yeah, it's like a treasure hunt. You know? There's all it's kinds the of crap out there. Yeah, it's 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 like a. I don't want to say 100% guarantee that you're going to find what you're after. Because you do have to know, like, where certain clams are yeah. in the same bay. Like, yeah. there's concentrations of cockles here on this bar yep. and then over here. Different clam spin, beds everywhere. Different types of clams. So, I mean, you do have to have some knowledge of where to find them. But sure. once you do, it's, it's a great thing for the kids and the family because... The only reason I know about mushrooms. that cockle bit is we yeah, figured out a couple years mushrooms. looking for it. It's, it's there, you know. Yeah, mushrooms become a hunt for sure. Mm -hmm. Like on oh, yeah. this elevation line, everything these two hundred feet elevation right now, blah blah blah. You the know, kids. I feel like kids are better the at best. it because they're lower to the ground. They, they are, are, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shoot, I, I usually Peyton, like have Peyton, Peyton follow me. He does love that shit. And Orion too. But a, a lot of times I'll just have Peyton follow me, and if I find one, like he'll find six that I didn't see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what's awesome about it. And then even the the crabbing, I mean, it's it can be family friend friendly with oh, yeah. the right setup yeah. in the right place. Like uh, at night, you know, we we're off of some of the docks, and and uh, you can use a rod, you know. And mm -hmm. I think it's a really effective way. I'll throw a couple pots out and then throw out some rods. We have and you're just checking out. them periodically, you know. We're just reeling them in, and you've done this for blue crab in Louisiana and stuff, and you've done mm -hmm. it as well. And, yeah. It's just like Orion loves it, you know, more so not even just reeling them up or netting them, but like seeing it and being there. Cause yeah, just seeing it, I think it's huge for them. Then, like, then it's like so you're cool. fishing because like, oh, oh, this one's heavy. It's a big yeah. one. Oh, oh, it's fighting back. You know, you can feel them trying to swim yeah. down. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a fish or anything, but you, you know it's, that it's you got about something there. It's about like so. fishing though. Yeah, it's a little bit of that. Yeah, except you know what's on the other end. really is on the other end of the line. Better. Like how big is it? What is it? You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. But I will say, like, okay, clamming-wise, and then we'll move on to crabbing or fishing, but but clamming-wise, I'm never keeping 200 clams again. Hell yeah. no. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> nope. Dude, it took us, <laughs> well, I think it took us I'm five a, hours to clean all those. Yeah, well, typically I'm there with Tori and Peyton. Just, yeah. You know, so I, we get our 20, and they're like, it's Everybody a little bit of work, 20. but it's not that bad. Right. And but, we, had but, we had 15, 16 people the one day. The thing was, it was we should have stopped way earlier, yeah. dude. And it was getting to us. <laughs> that little, that greedy, that greedy, like, gotta it get was. your limit. Oh, gotta we gotta get do your it. limit. It's so free fishing weekend. We better take take advantage of free fishing weekend. <laughs> yeah. No, never again. Especially Cleaning those from Idaho, terrible. where you're like used you to people from Oregon and Washington coming here to hunt. You're like, yeah, yeah, you wanna, yeah okay. we're gonna get ours now. <laughs> it's our turn. It's our turn. These cockle clams are going home with me. Yep. No. You might come and take our deer and elk, but we're taking your cockle. <laughs> we got yeah. your cockles. We're taking your clams. I'm a hell of a cockle fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> a little uh, dog. Where, where were we? A little dog intermission. How's yeah, your glass, by the way? Uh, I got about one third cup left. That's all you're allowed? No, I, I can drink uh, seven eighths more cup. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Uh, so, yeah, clamming was sweet. Good times. Awesome for the whole family. It's one of those events. Definitely. Then. Fun. We, you kept talking about shore fishing, and shore fishing and I just are kind of like, well, you know, everybody's fishing there on this jetty we were on. Oh yeah, jetty fishing, yeah. And I'm just kind of like. We talked about surf fishing, but right. we didn't end up surf fishing. Right, and I'm just kind of like, in my head, I'm like, okay, we're probably not going to catch anything, you know, in my head. But of course we try, and we got swim baits for lingcod and sand shrimp, um, went out there and. Oh, trying to catch rockfish. Well, yeah, that was the idea. Was yeah, that was the target. Rockfish, maybe a ling. 
Um, well, I mean, with the shrimp, we were we were targeting rockfish. Yeah. yeah, weren't even thinking about the kelp greenling, but what? Yeah, went out there. Remember, I I hooked into something when you were like I was actually kind of playing around when I hooked into it. Yeah, and I started videoing you, and I acted like I was and you were really catching something. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Hey, Mike, what's this? Yeah, was, he oh, was like, he was just like, oh, like and I had my phone. I was like, oh, is there a fish on there? <laughs> there was. Like, what the fuck is that thing? And that thing was interesting. It looked like a reef fish. It was a striped perch. Those perch are so yeah, cool it was looking. super cool. They're pretty. That like opalescent striping on them is really cool. Pretty tasty. Yeah. Fucking the the red tail perch the. Surf perch. I've heard they're delicious. sought after, they're right? Awesome. In that area. Yeah, I've never eaten one, but I've heard they're freaking awesome. And those kelp greenling, the rock greenling, I think those greenlings. They were super they were good, delicious. dude. Yeah, it's like a crappie, but a little bit more to the flay. And yeah. Like they hold together a little better than a really dude, We flaky. were catching some studs. No, like, you guys we were a couple monsters. He, yeah, giant that was hilarious. Yeah, that's he what was, I was telling him. I was like, dude, you well, he was are like, small as hell. Well, because remember, you're trying to talk some steelhead fish, which I wanted a steelhead fish, don't get me wrong, but we just. Couldn't yeah. find the time, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And you were like, yeah, kelp greenling are cool. And then the next day when you saw the carcasses, you're like, god damn, those are some big-ass kelp greenling. Those are big. Dude, green. they were big. Yeah, they were big. That's what I thought. Because I was telling him, I was like, dude, these are usually, like, pretty small That fish. one that you had was, I want to say it was pushing, like, three and a half pounds. Oh, yeah. Dude, there was two that we had that were yeah. studs. like, but, And then the other ones were, like, your like not basic but still good size delicious ones. eating fish though Deprived. oh man oh, great we, we dude i'll never i'll never throw one of those back if i catch one no a lot of people are like yeah greenling whatever but honestly i think it reminded like, me of walleye like they're very, walleye stuff. they're very very good eating fish i mean i like the cod i love i love the rockfish you know and rockfish uh, fresh rockfish is the sea bass incredible they're awesome but they stink too. They, they, do. they don't when you cook them up, They're, and the flavor is super mild. Once you freeze them, just the smell of them. Yeah, yeah when you pull them out six fishy, months dude. later. Yeah, ugh, yeah. they're rough. Oh yeah, dude. I, every after I freeze rockfish, I only make fish cakes with them. I don't do anything yeah. else yeah. with them. Well, look, the the thing was like we proceeded after that one fish to just all of a sudden it was just mostly greenling. Yeah, but we were just we every ran cast. out of bait. Yeah, the only reason In we like 45 minutes. Every cast, we had a fish. It was definitely tide dependent. Everything there is tide dependent, right? They're pushing out. Yeah. 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 You know, moving you through that a, jetty. Yeah, you get a bunch of them. They're kind of like, they get concentrated and pushed into a channel or a, a slot. Hole. Yeah. yeah, it's just a whole bunch of them holding in an area. I think that's what we just lucked into a hole. We just found a little Literally, hole. Literally, all was, we did was walk a little ways down the railroad. Track. I was casting in the same spot. Every he time. casted in the same spot, finally got bit. Like, they were in all. Yeah, I'm ca I'm fishing there. 15 yards this way. No, I had one hit. That was it. <laughs> he just had this, I think, just a hole down there. Yeah. Where probably your bait just sat right on the bottom and there's fish in the rocks all around you. And every time it dropped yeah. down there, they were just... That's yeah. awesome. It was it sweet. It was sweet. For shore uh, fishing. It was amazing. Yeah. And I love being able to catch lean and sometimes some really good lean come into those jetties too. Yeah, oh, I yeah. Can see you can that. catch some I mean, monsters jetties. on there. I've seen... Yeah. Thinking about the habitat and everything, it's like Ling Central in yeah. there, you know? Yeah. yeah it's, it's very simple. It is a little like, sketchy, though. Yeah. You gotta Getting watch down in there is freaking sketchy. Waves. Yeah. Yep. You get a couple of rogue ones every now and then, like some yeah. bigger waves. And it can be hard to get the fish up out of the rocks. You know, you can yeah. lose a lot of fish in those damn rocks. And I did. My, my last fish took me yeah, down I the rocks. Down in. Especially those bigger Ling, you know, when they're, and if you're using light line, you know, they can really pull you down into that. There's not much you can do. Yeah, about you can't. Yeah. At that point, you know, I mean, I got him up is. out of the rocks one time, and then he took me back down in there, and then it was done. Yeah, yeah. it's just like a accessibility thing there. It's crazy how accessible that much food is. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Like is seafood, crazy. like the craziest like part seafood. was when we went out clamming that one day, like the super low tide. There had to be there was hundreds of people, but you weren't next to anybody. Right. Like there was no, so much opportunity. I thought it was them. so cool that there was just so much. Like that low tide is like, you can tell the locals come out during that that negative tide because mm -hmm. I've been there on free fishing weekend multiple times and there's never that many. I've never seen that parking lot have more than five cars in it. Yeah. Oh, and props to Oregon. Three fi free fishing weekends a year. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty solid. Yeah, that's one in like wild. June and one in the fall and then one in the winter. Yeah. We usually always go during this February one. Yeah, which is a great time frame. Because it always falls on the holiday weekend in February, and by February we're like over winter, so we're like, dude, let's yeah. just go to the coast. Well, and speaking to that, the weather mm -hmm. is nice. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, drizzle, 
you know, your typical. You got to yeah, be ready to get wet for yeah, sure. You get like some, they, the locals um, have a, a term for like a, that little break in February and late winter, early spring that where it's kind of nicer than typical. Yeah. It's like upwards of 60 degrees at times. Sure. I can't remember what the term is, but it's like we just happened to time it just perfect. Oh, dude. Weird. The weather was so we awesome. Had a cut, we had that sunset. I've, I've been night. on this weekend before we where it's morning. like rainy the whole yeah. time and no sun. That's why that first night when I was like, yo, we should walk to the beach and see the sunset because oh, yeah. this is probably going to be the only sunset we see on the beach. I'm still so mad about not bringing my drone. I know. <laughs> Dude, it was sweet. The sunset was bad. You you saw it down. Yeah. Here, so he was staying in Lincoln City, right? Mm -hmm. So we were, what, an hour? Hour and 15 yeah, minutes north? No, not even that. It's literally just five minutes over an hour. Oh, really? Yeah. Not even bad then. Not bad at all. It's uh, it's super cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, and just being able to go from like place to place and just when we drove to meet you guys, it notice was this is just sitting here. Gorgeous. This is Danny's. He doesn't was, drink like that. It was like epic, and there's fishing the whole way and different species. Oh, yeah. you know, that's what's cool like, about it. The whole coast, dude. Some of the rivers, you know, the rivers, like the coast. all the steelhead and all the salmon are coming up them I mean, at once. I mean, it's like they're staggered throughout the year, yeah. really. And it's like some of the steelhead runs, you know, some of the hatchery fish are coming before the, the native runs. And then some of the other rivers, their hatchery runs are coming later. And it's just like, if you are keen Shit. on where to be, when to be there, there's opportunity pretty much at any given dude time. and when you're driving like that wilson river highway, amazing it's like being in lord of the rings yeah or something. It's, it's amazing it's amazing it's like you're in new zealand it really it's hard to like pay attention to the road because oh, oh yeah like, oh, yeah God. plus you're looking at everybody the see forest if looks great. and especially like figure out a spot there's yeah. so much good looking water all oh the it all whole looks river looks good everywhere and on top of that like if you're obsessed with mushrooms and you're there during any kind oh, of mushroom season i'm just always like dude I know there's hella mushrooms. Dude, just there. mycelium heaven. I think I think year round you're gonna be able to find edible mushrooms. Pretty much, yeah. They got they got pretty much every mushroom you can think of: lobsters, chanterelles, morels, <laughs> the fun ones, beliefs, every, the, the fun, fun ones, ones are in psilocybin. There. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I want to do big time. I want to do a duck trip out mm -hmm. there where we shoot like sea ducks. That'd be and so do that. sweet. And crab at the same time. Yep. I would love to do How that. How cool would it be to set crab traps and shoot ducks? Over your day? crab traps? You put was, decoys for the floats? I was sitting Dude, there that'd be so cool. several times that we were just like chilling um, right on the shore. We'd moor the boat, boat up to the shore or something. And we just had all kinds of cool ducks. Harlequins. You were Harlequins. Yeah, there's... Did you see uh, any long long-tailed ducks? I did not see any old squall or long-tails. Mm -hmm. I may have seen one in flight off in the distance, but I couldn't, you know confirm what it was or anything but um snow geese cackler yeah. canadians saw some specks saw a ton yeah. of had a flight of brant come over us yeah. um waterfowl yeah it's just i mean yeah there's i feel like i never hear about oregon being a waterfowl it's it's coming up it's, it's coming up now it is uh, more yeah. with social media and stuff but yeah but you're right, like back in the, like as a known spot, you think of like- I don't ever hear anybody be like, I'm going to go to the Oregon States. coast and hunt ducks. Like I feel well, like- we're going to do it next here. year. So. I think it'd be awesome. For yeah, real. It's, uh, Didn't you say you found an old duck blind too on the yeah, river? There's a couple old duck blinds out there and some of the bays are just epic, you know, and they're dog friendly. It's not like hunting some of the rocks. No, it's not yeah. sketchy at all. Some of that stuff is, that's where you can find a lot of like your harlequins, your long tails and stuff like that are out off the actual coastline but it can be pretty dangerous for a dog you know and, and a hunter too i was gonna say and a person yeah yeah and, definitely it's but slick and risky a lot of those bays you know they have most of the ducks you're looking for anyway and they're pretty safe um well moving into crabbing well it's probably should finish fishing first so fishing was sweet uh ended up do running out of, of bait though. We didn't. Unfortunately, no. I would have loved to go back. Yeah. Well, Sunday, all the bait shops were closed. Mm -hmm. I was trying to fish. What did we Sunday. end up with? Because you could have four kelp greenling apiece. We had eight, including the two perch. So we had six kelp greenling and mm -hmm. two of the big perch. I believe it's five. They have it as five ground fish. Yeah. Oh, the the, the perch weren't included, though. No, it's four. No, it's four ground It was fish. four. Is where it four? We, where we were, it was four. Pretty sure they changed it from... A, they may have changed it in the Tillamook, but I was pretty certain that. See, this is the regulation, zone, bro. Yeah. The northwest zone, which is from Astoria down, down to like Coos, 
Coos Bay. Bay. Was five? Yeah, it's it was reduced from six, but it's aggregate of five. So oh, what I was total of five of you know either the canary, the coppers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can you keep canary in Oregon? I. Uh, you can't keep yellow eyes. I was gonna say. Well, yellow eyes are like no go everywhere right now. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. Alaska, right? Yep. Are they really? Yeah, they oh, can't shit. keep them anymore, and you're supposed to put the what's that called? The swim bladder thing. Yeah, you're supposed to. You gotta yeah. poke it. Depth, whatever it is. They have oh. a descender. Descender. That's what that it is. You can descender. hook up to the fish, and it brings them down, and then you set the hook up when it's a certain depth. Yeah, yellow eyes are like are like. Oh, shit. A big deal, kind of like the black sea bass down in San Diego. I didn't Diego hear about that. I ever, I remember the black sea bass in San Diego is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and then you can have what two halibut a day? Is it two halibut a day during the season? Then I mean, they have their their salmon that are going on. You can fish. Dude, that's you know, crazy. Yeah, you can fish the salt for the salmon, or you can fish yep. the freshwater for them. That uh, that river that I was fishing. I'm not even say the river's mm -hmm. name or anything but it was blowing my mind how great the water was how close it was to the salt it had a hatchery not far up i think four miles from salt yeah and it was just <laughs> it was just uh, <laughs> yeah Peyton's like wondering what we're doing he's, he's trying like, to get in on it. i need some what do you need <laughs> can i say something what do you want to say wait, wait Peyton, come on down here Let's <laughs> come on down there's a microphone something? About crabbing? That was the best vacation ever. <laughs> right from the horse's mouth. Right from the horse's mouth. But what blew my mind was there's all this public access and great water and even the ability to camp right where you're fishing on Forest Service land. And not a single person around. There's, I mean, Tillamook was popular. There's yeah. Newport's popular. Yeah. There's a lot of places that are, you know, on the map and have a lot of visitors. However, you venture out from those areas and do a little exploring in a lot of those other creeks. Every watershed that's on that coast has steelhead in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All their basins hold steelhead. And pretty much all of them hold salmon of some some subspecies, whether it's silvers. And um, a, lot of, a lot of people forget that Lower Oregon has freaking stud striper, dude, that I've striper. always wanted really? to go fish. Monster I didn't know striper. that. Nobody fishes for them, dude. Literally nobody. Really? Dude, I just uh, learned about it like two years ago. Yeah, starting from Coos Bay down. And they, they've had reports of people catching them in the Yakina, in Newport, and other places here and there. But... Mostly it's down south, like uh, the Smith, um, the Umpqua, Rogue. Sure. Yeah. Those those bays, Coos Bay, you know, mm -hmm. they do really well for striper down there. And I think that's got to be the same striper that run down the California coast, right? It is. They yeah. were actually yeah, introduced. Yeah, because they're custom Yeah. yeah it's got to be similar to the East Coast. East Coast, I mean, they do the same thing, you know, running from Maine all the way yeah. down. Mm -hmm. and they then run just back expanded up. Up, up into Oregon. Yeah. They were never, I don't think... They may have been stocked in the late 1800s in Oregon as well, but I believe that they just from the California stock. from California and yeah. came up. That's what I figured. Yeah, and they, I mean, but I'll tell you what, you want to get a tug, dude. Oh yeah, some big striper. Best we should do pound. that sometime. We should go over with pound for pound, delicious eating and yeah. I would love to go do that East Coast striper run sometime. We should do that East sometime. Coast striper. Oh man, I would love to. Yeah. That, yeah, that stuff just like makes me tingle just thinking about it. Yeah. Top water plugs for yeah. big old feisty fish. I've done I've done striper before, but that was mostly in Lake Texoma, which is like a giant like the hybrids and stuff yeah, like that. Hybrid. Yeah. Well, no, there's real striper in it too, but yeah, but they're all stocked. And they're stocked. It's yeah. not a real sea East Coast fish right. wild. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, uh, they think, have hybrids too in Oregon, but it's in one reservoir and a reservoir which is by Summer Lake, tiny little spring-fed uh, reservoir. Mm -hmm. And they do get some big ones out of there, like 17. Really? I know pounds. Utah has some big ones, too. Yeah. And, uh, I've always wanted to go to Lake Powell. Yeah. I know the water is receding yeah, the, really bad right now. And stripers. You probably got horse. a better chance of catching a dead body. But. Wild horse in Nevada. <laughs> right on the Idaho-Nevada border. It's got Wild horse has striper. Really Let's go. You got a boat. Population of wipers. You got a boat? You got yeah, a boat? I got Let's a boat. Go. We could do that. Yeah. That's uh, <clears throat> that's good ice fishing for them, too, there. Oh, for wipers? I know a lot of guys that catch them in Nebraska and Kansas. The wipers. When they get ice, it's pretty yeah. cool. Those are cool fish, too. Yeah, they're, they're tasty. They're oh, real yeah. tasty. Really fatty. People that don't like white bass and striper, they just... 
Dude, I'll tell you what, I, I, grew up, stuff, well, yeah. I grew up where you just don't eat freshwater fish at all. So it's sure. always grossed me out when people are like, oh, eating bass and eating uh, smallmouth and stuff like that. I love catfish. catfish yeah, but up. I ate them out of brackish water. They, they ran to the ocean. Yeah. I didn't eat them out of freshwater. Oh, they're blues? Blue cats, yeah. Channel cats and blue cats. Channels that ran. I didn't know channels. Well, ran they didn't so run, long. but they're just in the brackish water. Okay. Yeah. So I came out here, and the first time I ever ate bass was this dude made smallmouth. Dude, smallmouth is good. Yeah. Dude, eat you a smallie possibly, burger. Possibly one of the best white fish I've ever had. Yeah, it's good. I was like, whoa, I'm going to have a hard time throwing a smallmouth back. But I, I also know, like, the smallmouth, they take a long time to grow. They do. they do. So those trophy fish, it's like... It, it but a lot of those fisheries fish. are stunted, too. Yeah. Because of yeah, that out of smallmouth. There's so many, and I don't think Idaho Fishing Game manages their warm water species, fisheries, too well. Oregon... I won't speak on that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how... I don't know how Oregon is about it. I know that they have some solid um, warm water fisheries, but they also have a lot of conflicts with walleye small yeah i mean the columbia mm -hmm. right oh, the columbia yeah and like you can keep as many as you want and it's a it's and they're a bounty because there's a lot of people that would much rather have those walleye the, the they don't out of shit state, about the salmon the out-of-state tourism that comes to the columbia that blows River. my mind someone who's For gonna walleyes? say i want walleye over salmon that's crazy dude, oh, there's a lot of them. Dude, and that's but, a lack of understanding of the importance and of how salmon yeah salmon are a keystone species the walleye walleye are not walleye are introduced in that yeah. system yeah. are they not yeah walleye is nothing but table fish. fare they're table they're fare awesome. and that's it they're great table fare i love they walleye fight for so shit you're not gonna give me to hate them the strategy behind catching walleye and targeting them at certain years and certain types of waters there's definitely some skill and that's what skill. drives a lot of walleye fishermen is the knack of catching walleye yeah. however they're also extremely easy to catch at certain times oh yeah like sure spring thing you throw out there they're they're spawn territorial fish just but, like uh, any other they uh they do taste great However, when you have fish that are, you know, like a salmon that are running out to the ocean. Native endemic species. Right. And already have enough to compete with. And then you bring in these awesome predators like smallmouth bass and walleye that are also, you know, preying on Take smolts, <laughs> preying on the juvenile um, salmon and steelhead. Yeah, it's yeah. like just it at that point, it does have a negative impact. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like you said, salmon are like a keystone species. Yeah. And then we need those. It's not just for us, dude. Right. Everything needs just those. Just the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's we an did, indicator uh, of the ecosystem. Yeah. And not only that, it's like that salmon fishery, it carries through so much water, international waters. We've had fish yeah. that have been tagged in Idaho um, located um, in piles of cormorant shit. Really? In New Zealand. Damn. And How crazy is that? And we in Idaho, caught in commercial nets in Japan often. Really? So they cover so much water. So these fish Such are coming animal. through and fueling the economies by driving these fishermen to spend money to go chase them on fuel, food, lodging, tackle, all this other stuff to boost the economy just to chase these amazing fish that just have this crazy life of just roaming these oceans and just constantly on the move and constantly evading predators of all kinds of sizes. I mean, orcas, sea lions, uh, eagles when they're in their natal streams ready to white spawn. People. You know? yeah. <laughs> white people. White people, brown people, all the people. All the people want to eat them. <laughs> Yeah, they gotta worry about freaking white people freaking, you know, yeah. snagging them in the ass with yarn. They gotta worry about <laughs> Literally. fucking spearing them as they're coming through a weir and lantern light and shit, you know? It's like, they're just... It's a hell of a deal, man. Yeah, and they, they still make it. And then they're just like, all right, I'm done. And they're... <laughs> I did it. And then we did it, boys. The moment that oh, they hit that... When they hit that fresh water, they're not feeding for the most part. There's, I guarantee you there's... there's a percentage of fish that will ingest food, you know, to a certain point of their freshwater migration. Yeah. However, I would say 99% of those fish are not feeding once they hit that freshwater. No. And that's no. upwards of a thousand mile journey up river over dams fighting uh, spring runoff all the way from Oregon, Washington, Idaho. I mean, it's just incredible. And um, the amount the amount of people that will shoulder up with one another just to chase those fish. 
Yeah. It's like the the steelhead fishing. People are fanatic about it. However, yeah. saying I never saw another person on that river. Yeah, yeah. and even the Wilson. There I mean, was, there's, there's people a, in a Hall, lot, but not a lot. There was not a lot. But when the especially when you're an running, hour from Portland, yeah. forty-five minutes. I would not say a lot. But when the salmon are running, it's different. Put a steelhead river on. that close it's, to dude, Boise, all I and tell say, me how many people you see on that river. The oh. first time I went up bear hunting by Reagan's in June, it was like early June mm -hmm. when those just a lot. Oh my God! I was like, what kind of event is currently happening? I was oh, like, it's a party, right? Salmon. Like fishing? I was thinking, it was like I was like, oh, it's like a. I don't know, Riggins Days or whatever the hell. They do have a Riggins Days or something. They have, yeah. really they have the rodeo right? there. Which yep. is supposedly real rowdy. It is. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Remember the video with the dude on the cooler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, anyway. I, you better be ready. I was up there and I was like, what? I was like, what in the fuck is going on? Because there's porta potties and shit. And it's fishing. Mm -hmm. Like they're all literally nut to butt. On that little river fishing. Yep. Yeah, and the crazy, crazy thing is, is most of them are all catching fish too. Like, yeah, mm. I mean, you see, you see it. There are a lot of people fishing. But you see fish? the same people catching the fish. Yeah, <laughs> the people who know what they're doing. People that know how to floss. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, there's got to be ninety percent of the salmon are flossed. Uh, I don't know. I'll have 90, a lot of times not in certain holes on tailouts of runs. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll be reeling in and they chase it and hit it. Really? The There's just something that happens yeah. in a certain pool. Just certain just times. They get off. fired up. They get, get pissed, pissed off, yeah. They'll eat. Just like, I mean, flossing's legal, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you're just drifting. I mean, I've had them damn near rip the rod out of my hands, right, too. Right. I mean, just bam, slam Well, it's it. something where you put it in front of their nose and they yep. just... Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? At that point, they're they're not eating. They're killing shit. Yeah, they're like, it's, a, it's an aggression. They're uh, still a predator, and I think a lot of it may come down to... And there's some research behind this, but a lot of it comes down to minimizing predators on their their fish their offspring yeah so makes sense if they have a bunch of little fish around you know that's less chance that those that those we'll uh eggs. fry are going to survive so like, i'm gonna kill you yeah definitely yeah. And, makes you know sense. you'll see them while they're on the reds doing their thing you know those males they're not only sitting there trying to compete for the the hen there to you know milk the eggs they're chasing off little fish you mm -hmm. know and just constantly working themselves to protect the red and yeah. protect that, you know, passing of genes down. So I feel like I mean, we should do a uh, a podcast on salmon and steelhead. Well, I, we <laughs> yeah. gotta go. We we do need to go steelhead fishing within a few weeks. I would oh say. yeah, um, yeah. Let's move on to crabbing because that's the main event, really. Yeah. In this whole Oregon yeah, this coast, time this year. time of year, yeah. crabbing's sweet. Crabbing's the creme de la creme, the good meat, the sweet meat. Oregon uh, coast. Yeah, Dude, Oregon, Dungeness Oregon Coast, crab. crabs. That's like God damn. peas and carrots. Yeah, so good. <laughs> we've all we've all been eating crab for four days. Now, I'm about crabbed days. out. I'm about crabbed out. Yeah. It's hard to crab me I'm out. Done. I'm done. I literally ate out. all the meat today I, at lunch. <laughs> crab cakes for lunch. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I I went to wipe after taking a shit this morning. Oh, I dude. I got Whoa! Well, <laughs> speaking, speaking of pinch, we all got pinched by yeah. the crab. This all weekend. three of us got blood drawn. That was hilarious. That was hilarious when you put it on your story. You're like, oh, he's all quick fingers. You see me all scared of him in there? I was like, screw that shit. I'm not getting in there again. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Yeah, you're moving quick with those things. Yeah, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You got to stay quick on them. Yeah. I remember I was. we were cooking them that one night, and I was like, playing with them or something. I was like, oh, isn't it crazy how they're like, oh. And then all of a sudden I'm like, ah, yeah, let's <laughs> <laughs> Trying to pull it off. <laughs> Yo, it's, they're so strong. It like it's it's, it's crazy how hard they can It's like, you. how are you stronger than then, my arm? And then you like, disassemble them and you're like, thing. this thing pinched me that hard? You're like <laughs> ripping it apart real quick? I feel like the blue crabs. They're strong from, too. They're super quick and they can pinch hard, but they're fast. But those dungeons, yeah, but you can you can pull a like blue a crab off. Vice those dungeness, man, they'll freaking they'll mess you up. Oh, they're, Over they're big strong. Rock crab, those big rock crabs. It's like a lobster claw, dude. Those Crazy. eggs will pinch your little finger off. I swear. I couldn't believe it. That was nuts. Like if a kid, like if one of the little boys, oh, God, you know, dude. one of those big crabs, if got they get the tip them, of the finger, they could probably do it, dude. It'd be bad. Um. So crabbing wise, you know, the docks, there's the crabbing docks, mm -hmm. which is cool. That's like a sweet thing on the Oregon coast. And you just go chuck yeah. a crab pot out right. there. 
Which can actually be really, really freaking... You can be successful. I don't yeah. know. What do you think about that? Because I, I, as just an... I've only been there once. We caught all those shorts that night. Yeah. Like, we had, like... We probably caught 80 crabs that night. All shorts. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I think they get picked pretty well clean in those areas. For we gotta sure. think, yeah. like, especially on free fishing weekend, like look at all the pots that- yeah. They're all cast yeah. in the same spot. There's a hundred pots right there. You just right. gotta hope that the big ones come to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it's the thing like that sucks about it. Out. That's the benefit of having a boat over there. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then- It's a game changer. That was the thing is we went out that one night and just, we did it for a couple hours and caught like probably 80 crabs, all shorts, some just barely short. Kevin brings his boat up, and you just have a small boat. What is that, a 14-footer? 14 14-foot mm -hmm. 14 John boat, basically. Um, and we didn't go, but, I don't know, a quarter mile away from those yeah. dogs. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, a totally different boat. We didn't even have to go that far. We could have just gone out straight from the harbor there, and we would have been getting into craps. But you don't want to lay pots and lines down on the, the traffic lane there, you know? Right, yeah, no. But, I mean... It just opens up, opens up good habitat, and there's no doubt a lot of pressure. Way there. less pressure, but yeah. when the tide pushes in, that specific area also has a huge influx of fresh. They're coming uh, right through that. water, so it pushes a lot of crabs into there naturally. And I think a lot of yeah. the crabs don't cycle out with the tides as well mm -hmm. on those piers um, that everybody uh, accesses without the boat. Because there's times, I mean, some of the other areas... Yeah, because it's kind of off to the side. Yeah. yeah. And we were right in the lane yeah. when yeah. we were getting in there. Yeah, crabs are like drifters, too. They're just getting yeah. in that current and just using that current to swim with. Yeah, they yeah. can move, but it's a, it's a lot easier for them to move with the tides and the, the mm -hmm. currents. So, I mean, I think that is a huge factor of it. But then hitting some of the other bays, you know, and all the way down, you know, the Alsea is where I kind of grew up going to crab, and it was, it was awesome. I mean, we'd pull probably you know four or five keepers at every pot sometimes a dozen it was like they were all keepers you know and big and some of the pots were just completely loaded you couldn't fit another crab in them and, yeah and there's people there but it wasn't it wasn't like what it was where you and i were True. but everybody's there at that point and then gone in a matter of two hours you know they're playing that that title point there to where yeah that's what was interesting too yeah. Yep. Is it's very dependent, like, get in there on the tail end of the rising tide, mm -hmm. pull out on, right as it's as it's falling Going out. Especially with the extreme tides boat we were experiencing. Too, yeah. If you have a smaller boat, it's a, yeah, and those low tides, those super low tides, I feel like the water is pulling out. Yeah. Well, you're not catching them. King tides. Yes. When, when it's happening, it's fucking happening. Yep. Yeah. When it's not happening, it shuts off quick. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. The king tides are crazy because not only do you have negative low tides, you have higher, really, really high, high tides. tides. Mm -hmm. And the flux between that and the time that happens generates a lot of power and energy out in those waterways. And I mean, I knew better, but yet we were trying to push it to the absolute limit that we could. Because we wanted more crabs. It. I lost yeah. a pot. And. You yeah, know, that like, shit was ripping. Yeah, all the vegetation, you know, and it happens so fast. It's like literally one minute you're good, and then all of a sudden it's over. Oh, and yeah, you lost your quick. pot because it's going to be just to the point where it's not safe for you to be there anymore. Yeah. With a no. motor or anything, and you need to get your ass out of there. But Yeah. Um, Especially when yeah, Kevin's a captain. Yeah, absolutely. All that vegetation starts, like, pulling out, you know, and gets on those lines. And I had small buoys. You need – that's why a lot of the locals out there, they have double buoys. Yeah, I saw buoys. doubles on most of the local yeah. boats. so they'll have – the first one can go under, and the second one will have a little bit of buoyancy from that first one, mm. and the second one will remain floating. Makes sense. After At first, I was like, that seems extreme. And then now I know. Yeah, because they'll leave their pots out there for a while. You know, they got other shit to do. They'll leave pots out yeah. there. Mm -hmm. Go to come work, check come the back, whatever. Tide, you know, yeah. um, unfortunately, you know, little buoy, just little things that you know a desert rat would do out there. You know, falling on a budget and trying to make <laughs> make it happen with as little as they got. <laughs> it's a nice rig. It's a nice rig. It's a good. Yeah, a little rig. boat runs, dude. Mm -hmm. just, uh, not dead. Wasn't that your grandfather's <laughs> boat too? That's pretty yeah. cool. That was sweet. That's Pampa's boat. Pampa's. Yeah, my brother. Uh, my grandpa ran out of shore 
There may have been some natty lights involved. I'm sure, not 100% sure. sure, but, you know, water under the bridge. But uh, he definitely water found the shore bridge. at a high rate of speed with it and, like, caved the front end of it in. But my brother had some panels, some thick sheets of uh, aluminum welded on there, and that thing's solid now. So yeah, that's that's nice. awesome. It's a nice yeah. little boat. It works. Gets Hell of a crabbing rig. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's job done. Yeah, and the... Hell of a river rig, too, dude. Right? And... Not only that, everybody focuses on the dungeness there, but speaking on the diversity of um, wildlife and just the, the bounty of uh, the Pacific there, there's a lot of different crabs to take advantage of, too. Red rocks. Yeah. You had and, some. Yeah. You got some. Yeah, red rocks, they are hard-shelled. They're smaller. They have great claws on them. Great flavor. I think they taste better than dungeness. I think they have better flavor. But, yeah. Um, you don't get as much out of them as you do the dungeons. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I think the gold so is about dungeons, dude. Like, because get a lot of that body also, meat. I'm, I'm that biased, body but, meat in the but the dungeons, I don't bang. think their meat is like crazy sweet. You know, it's not no, like it's not. it's not like other crabs. Like but you get crab you get so no. much meat off yeah. of one crab no. if you're picking. Yeah, yeah. picking wise. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you're eating a crab, like it's like holy hell, dude. This is a lot of freaking meat off of a crab. Especially if you grew up on the East Coast. And the interesting crabs. thing about them, as opposed to like kings and snows, is the body meat's way better to me than the claw meat. Oh, the body, the meat. The body meats. Yeah. The body meat Butters. as opposed to like, the clusters are great. Yeah. The clusters are the best meat, meat ever. Yep. I always laugh at people who are always like raving for the claws. Oh, yeah, the claws, Even growing up, the claws like, people always might like, I want be the, claw. the worst part. I think the claws are the worst part of the meat. Uh, they're just, that lump, they're, they're, that not, they're not meat, Nothing beats the back fin meat. They're not king crab or snow crab. Well, meat all that's day. different. Well, that's but a those way are different. different ball dungeness game, you know? and blues. Yeah, dungeness, Absolutely. blues, yeah, you're red rock, that like that, that back fin meat is your, that lollipop that you pop out of there. Yeah. And then you Money. get kind of good at it. Just the few that I've done. You're, mm -hmm. start you start to, to figure it out. it out. Yeah, you can pull the segments and then it just like, it just sucks yep. right out. That yeah. stuff's like butter. Oh dude. man. So Dip it in some butter, suck it out of there. So they have, they have those green crabs, the European green crabs are a little smaller. They're, they're also pretty sweet. You have 35 of those. How much would you love to go up to Alaska and like drop pots for, dude, for, crab for and kings? Though? Well, you can't dude, do, you can it do it. Now. When we, we, we can't when, do it now. I know right now you can't, but when Norway, we went up, they're an invasive species in Norway. They're Let's fly. There, Let's go over there. And they died. Yeah, I'll go for a trip. Grab. Norway can't it's worth a plane I, ticket. That's what I, I've been wanting to do that and I've had. You catch three books. crabs and you paid for your plane ticket. I'll literally dude. go. Dude, they, uh, they take chainsaws and they cut a chunk out of the ice and they, oh, they ice fish them. For them. They're in shallow water. Like it's only like six to 10 foot deep. What? Yeah. And they're they're diving under the ice form. Dude, when we went to Juno, the locals were telling us they're like, yeah, they take a little John boat just like we were with the. They go get king crab. Dude, they just mm -hmm. drop a pot out in the middle of the bay right there and in get Juno. Forty of them. And he was like, you catch one, you're good. Oh yeah. It's and so he was much like, sometimes you go out there and you'll catch multiple crabs. One king crab is massive, dude. And that's they, a lot yeah, of meat. That is a lot. Talk about a hunk of meat, dude. You yeah. bust Every time you bust it open, leg. that leg out. And yeah, I know. Out it's right so away, good. Like, you and go buy like, a pound mm, for 60 bucks, and it's like one leg and a half. Right now. Mm. I got eight ounces here and in my hand. Not only <laughs> is it like a lot of great meat, it's I have delicious. I king crab is the best flavored crab. It's not too sweet. I got to go with snow. I think snow is like. You like snow crab? Oh, See, I love and snow blue crab. Sweet. Snow's really I like sweet. blue crab too, but snow, the sweetness of the yeah, it's snow. That's very crabs. sweet meat. But it's got to be good snow crab because you can get shit snow crab too. Really? Dude, yeah. Like go to the Chinese buffet or something like that. You yeah. get shit snow. <laughs> or if the snow crab is six ninety nine a pound at Albertsons, that's yeah. shit snow crab. It's been crab. frozen for two years. Yeah. Like we need to get rid of this shit. Yeah. If you have really good yeah. snow crab, it's man, all dry. That's, you can't beat that shit, dude. You yeah. can't beat it with a stick. Yeah. yeah, that was God, a sweet crabs, experience, dude. man. But crab in general, best best thing in the goddamn That morning, world. I was like high on life when we were out there and that sun. Yeah, it's beautiful. Wasn't that cool? It's glassy. There's no and we yeah. drop them the yeah. second we check the first one, like three legals in the first one. I'm like, yep. Uh, L-I-V-I-N. L-I-V-I-N, brother. <laughs> you just go keep on living. <laughs> the was second sweet. pot had a good number of crabs. Yeah, yeah it's just... Well, I mean, it was a short window, but and, it was beautiful when it was happening. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we could have, we could have definitely been a little more advantageous about mm -hmm. um, just going after the crabs. Waking there, up but, earlier. Yeah, we're trying. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, 
So but it was vacation. Somebody had to keep it us was up. vacation. Somebody had to keep us up till like two, three a.m. because they wanted to hang out with some other people. Who Listen, dude. I dude, Seneca was the dopest person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing wrong with singing karaoke with some fat girls at fucking <laughs> If you watch this. When in Oregon. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was one of those where we woke up a little late, but we got it done. That's right. the thing. Yep. And we had a blast. Hey, y'all woke up late. I didn't even wake up, bro. That's true. Yeah, no. See, and then he was all crabby. Whenever he's like, yeah. oh, crabby. That's funny. <laughs> But he's like, oh, you guys are just doing cool shit without me? I was like, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> I was, 11 a.m. was joking, bitch. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was like, oh, yeah. He was, he was buttered. Hell, I'm hanging he out with the up. fucking women, dude. Yeah, I'm like, I tried to wake him up, and he was like, <gasps> no, dude. No, not good. And I was like, what are you doing, man? Literally, I was like, like he's having a bad dream. Go on without me. Just go without me. Just Tori, here. Water. Save yourself. Water. Tori's passed out like this with her arms, just like looking so uncomfortable. Naked. But just like passed. No, she was dressed. Oh, was she? Yeah. That's good. Oh, she wasn't when I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, no, it was, uh, it was fun, man. And you know, I mean. Yeah, thank you for taking me out that morning. Absolutely, dude. Thanks that for going. Because it really, as you know, like yeah. you heard me cursing and cussing out there, like trying to do it by yourself. Especially I know, I with felt those really I can see Kevin right now. Oh, I could hear him. Shit. I had the mic, and the mic was hot, and I could still pick up the mic, and you would just see it spiking yeah. from him yelling. It's so funny. <laughs> Shit, damn bitch, for <laughs> I just hear, ah, God um, damn it. Yes. <laughs> Cause I'd be like trying to get it, and then it would I like know. go on, and it's underwater. The buoy was underwater, yeah. so I was like, yeah, no, I couldn't really I get see it. it until I was right on top of it. And <laughs> it the current bad. would push you, you know. So I was like, man, and I'm looking mm. at the. I was like, that's like when I called him when we were on our way there, and he was like, yeah, dude, uh, no, we didn't get there. Sturgeon fish yet? Fuck! And I was like, what? He was like, I just missed my turn, dude. I was like, God damn it! I was like, oh, sorry, dude. Is that my bad? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh but yeah, no, it was sick. That was a sweet experience. I love it. Can't wait to go back. We should go do a Roosevelt hunt, though. That'd be sick. Yeah, yeah. Let's try it. One person get a tag, yeah. you know. That, that would be cool. That'd be cool. Out of Washington. Or Definitely should do waterfowl. Waterfowl I, uh, would be awesome. Just while we're on the pod here, I just want to say uh, both YouTubers. This is the first time I've had two YouTubers on. Kevin. Sick, dude. Western Way Productions. Yep. Hell of a channel. channel, legendary channel, I would say. I don't know about that. Some uh, excellent films. I just, oh, yeah. I just have, I have some cool friends, dude, that you know are good at hunting in white t-shirts and shit. Yeah, really cool, so. really cool bear video on his. He does great bear hunters, dude. Right? Here. <laughs> Mike got one. Mike pulled one in. We got, uh, a, we almost got in a fist fight with a bear, dude, and he saved our lives. <laughs> also, Ida Bros, the YouTube channel, Mike and Peyton. They're down for some cool stuff, man. They're big foragers. Yeah, they do all kinds of stuff. I want to know yeah. where to go at. Peyton, what you, Peyton, <laughs> what me you to say? Go. What you say about what you say about your channel? It's a great channel. <laughs> <laughs> what a professional answer. It's a great channel. Yeah. What do you want them to do, dude? Like and subscribe to the bell below, baby. I don't know what that means. What right. he said. But all right, cool. All right, well, thanks, guys. It's cool. Yeah, dude. Cool chatting, drinking, you know, fine wine. <coughs> fine wine. I'm about Threw to piss my panties. Time to twist I that one up, dude. Yeah, I know. Time we didn't twist that up, you know what I'm saying? All right, peace.